My name's Shaquan, but a lot of people know me by my other name, Mad Skills. I'm an MC. My name is Mad Skills. Now let's make some noise. I'm a DJ. Oh, yeah. I'm a ghostwriter for some of your favorite rappers. I'm not about to tell you who, though. But most importantly, I'm a hip-hop enthusiast. Hip-hop confessions is raw, unfiltered conversations with my friends revealing things that they didn't like, never knew about, I don't know. or never got into about hip-hop culture. So sit back. Oh, come on, y'all. Turn up the volume. Hip-hop. And listen to hip-hop confessions. Because everybody's got one. Here's a little story that must be told. And it goes a little something like this. this, this, this. Hey yo, what's up, world? It's your boy Mad Skills. We are back, Hip Hop Confessions, my podcast, where I holler at the homies and industry heads alike, you know what I'm saying, and get them to reveal something hip hop related that they never told. It could be a story, it could be an unpopular opinion, anything besides hate, you know what I mean? We don't, we don't promote hate, we promote positivity. But I got one of my G's on the line, man, one of my bros from New York. I mean, this cat, man, put out a record. That that changed the course of 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 hip hop and East Coast hip hop in general, you know what I'm saying? And I always wanted to dig into it and get into some questions about this record, man, and how it came about. And we're gonna get into some other things too, you know what I'm saying? But this is one of my G's holding it down out of East New York, my man yeah. Blase in the building. What's up, bro? Yeah, what's good, man? How you, man? Oh man, I can't complain, man. How you feeling, man? It's good to see you, oh, yeah. man. Thank you, man. Thank you. You're looking good, man. Yeah, Yo, you looking you looking healthy out here. You know, you looking oh, like yeah. you're 21. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, I'm over good, man. I'm blessed, man. Um, I'm very excited. You know what I'm saying? You know, New York is kind of crazy. We just came through a rough period, but I'm excited, man. I'm I'm working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got a lot of exciting things happening. And um, you know, I'm ready to go, man. Yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it, man. Listen. Word. Um, you know. So starting off, you know what I'm saying, before we even get into your hip-hop confession as a fan, you know what I'm saying, I just got a couple things I want to ask you, you know what I'm saying, and get into about how some things came yeah. about in your career. You know what I mean? Like, so you, you, you're, you're, you're particularly from East New York, Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? Is that, is that correct? Am I saying that right? You're saying it perfectly. It uh, is. Right. Now, right. I came up, you know, when I came up, I had a lot of folks, you know what I'm saying, that helped me out early on in my career, DJ Clark Kent, you know what I mean? So I used to go up to his crib and record in the early 90s, 91, you know what mm. I mean, 92, you know what I'm saying? So Clark was a, a big inspiration to me, but you come from a borough that's known for some real, real rappers, you know what I'm saying? Like some of the best are from Brooklyn, of course, big, you know what I'm saying? Of course, God bless the dead, you know what I mean? Big, Hove, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of other folks, like, are, are they, what's your contacts in Brooklyn? Do y'all move, do y'all move in the same circles or uh, was they over there, you was over here? Like, how did, how did Brooklyn roll nah, in those days? Nah, I mean, I, I, was, I was real influential and in starting Biggie Smalls out. You know, like, we go back to my crib. Like, I had to use my mama van to take him on tour, you wow. know what I'm saying? So my mom's had a Econo line van, you know what I'm saying, back in the day. So I would go pick up Mr. C. Yeah, shout out Mr. C. Have, shout yeah, out the Mr. Finisher, C. the finisher. The finisher, you know what yeah. So during that whole Biggie evolution, he was managing me too. So he was helping me get my thing going. And um, so, you know, I was hitting all the streets, all the, the clubs and all that with Mr. C, you know what I'm saying, yeah. at that particular time. So, um. 
when the big thing came around and Big was trying to get that project, which was um, um, partying bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we took my mama's van and family van and drove that shit around South and just did tours. And wow. you know, I'm doing big ad libs. You know what I'm saying? And we just we just starting it off, man. We making a go at it, man. Yeah, man. Those those days was you know back in, in in that time it was a lot of promo runs going to college radio, regular right. radio. You know what I'm saying? Running up in record right. stores, taking pictures with the fans. You know, it's totally different of how you know kids promote music now. You know what I'm saying? Everything they do, everything through the phones. But we had that, to hit the ground running. That that's like that's what I call that era, like the foundation. Because a lot of people, like a lot of people just step to me and be like, yo, you started this hip hop. And I'm like, I ain't, I'm thinking about Curtis Blow and Melly Mel and the right. original founders of hip hop. Right. Herc but and everybody Herc, but, but what the kids were saying, what I had to get later was they saying, not the rap music or hip hop, but the structure of the music business for like urban community. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? That's what the 90s represented. We was the foundation to all, all that, which was like, um, you know, I didn't go to management school. Right. You know what I'm saying? We was winging it. You know, hands we was winging on. It. Hands on. We was winging it with Biggie Smalls. You know what I'm saying? Um, all the artists that came out from the Wu-Tang. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was a part of that movement. Master Killer lived right next door to me in East New wow. York. You know what I'm saying? And um, True Master, one of the Wu-Tang mm -hmm. producers, is like one of my best boys. You know, we grew up together. Right. So, um, we all was winging it, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was winging it. We never had no uh, education with the music business or nothing like that. Right. Um, and um, that's what they mean by foundation. We was the mm -hmm. foundation of hip hop, you know what I mean? So I got that now, you know, I understand it. Right, right, right. It's like the kids, right. they, you know, they have a different, you know, they, they might have a different slang or a different word for it, but once they break it down to you, us right. being OGs now, we like, oh, you talking about, Da, 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 da. Yeah, right. The industry, man. The industry. Yeah, it was a crazy industry back then. It was like a lot of the things that we see flourishing now. That's where it was started. Right. It yeah, was started in the nineties area era. So you know, yeah, I I get it. I understand it. So you know, I'm a founder. Hey, I'm a founder. Yeah. Nah, a listen, we take that. Yeah, we take <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? You got history yeah. under your belt, man. So, I, so being from Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, can you tell me? You know, because like I like I said back in the in the day when I used to come up there, I would go to Clark Kent's crib. You know what I'm saying? I've been through Flatbush, a couple of different areas. You know what shout saying? out to Clark Kent, man. Word, yeah, man. yeah, the OG. What is, what is the difference between Brooklyn then and Brooklyn now? You know what I'm saying? As a city and as a you know a hotbed for hip hop. What's the differences? Because I know now it's the drill music with the kids. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, how, what's the differences? Back then, we were setting a, we, the cornerstone. The mm -hmm. cornerstone was set back then. You know what I mean? It was like how you said, we had to get out there and, and um, in so many different ways, man, so many different thoughts come through my mind. It was just, right. we had to get out there and, and, and do the street work, get on the street. You know, now they use the internet, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But right. we was on the street doing the work. And a lot of that also, that's the promotion wise, but a lot of that business dealing that we had with the record companies, you know what I'm saying? Um, we was the cornerstone to, I, I say we was the cornerstone to the South being as big as the South is. Right. You know what I'm saying? We was 
And it's not like uh, I'm not. It's not a good thing. But we was that era that went up to the labels and shut the labels down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which made the labels turn a corner. You know, we was we put a hundred dudes on the train, and we go to the labels, and the labels will be like, "Yo." Nobody can come in no more. You remember that era when you could just walk up to the record company right. yeah, and you could just be like, yo, yeah. what's up? My record's on the radio. I'm in the building. What's up? Right, right. What's popping? We shut that down because we was able to get a hundred dudes on the train and go up to the label and, and the label was like, yo, none of that no more. Yeah, it's too so, much. It's too much. So that whole energy is the cornerstone to what the labels was like. We're not going to deal with it. We're going to deal with the South. We're going to fly A&R's out. We gonna go to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We gonna go to Houston, and we gonna like deal with artists through the mail and all that. I mean, that's what Brooklyn was. That's what Brooklyn was about. That's why you see, like, if you look at the early Ti's, they were in Brooklyn clothes. You know, Ti right. be having they have a Tim's on in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying they have a, a fur coat and it's like 100 degrees because the record companies wanted them to look like Brooklyn. Right. Now that's dope, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm like, saying word, yeah. Those days were definitely, you know, every everything that was New York, you know what I'm right. saying? Because y'all like like that's the birthplace of hip hop. So yeah, it was like, so that's you know what, what yeah, that's all the of the styles was gonna trickle down. The one thing that New York always is gonna have in in their in their chamber is that's that's the mecca. You the know what I'm saying? That's where it started. Right. But that's what I think Brooklyn was key in. Brooklyn was key in doing that convert, making that conversion. You know, if it was right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's who who to judge, but right. we made the conversion where record companies start to make alternative moves. Right, right. And that's that's the difference from that. Brooklyn was more like from a creative aspect. We was into creativity. You know, that's the whole thing. Like I would walk up in a record, you have artists walk up in a record company, sign a deal, and don't even know what they did. Then after they have a little discrepancy, they got a hundred dudes on the train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like nah, you know nigga, I ain't, it's like nigga, I ain't checking no paperwork. I'm well, bringing my fam up there. Exactly. Like, it's like what? What is that? I signed that. That was that was me. And it's like, yeah, we're gonna straighten this out. <laughs> so, right. yeah. so that kind of energy, it kind of kept it live, though. It kept the music live. You know, um, I think that's that energy kept it dope, man. And right. um, that's the creative space we was in, which is different from today. Today, people are living on that energy. They're yeah. living on that what was already created. Right, no doubt, and and you and somehow you know I, I know that I, I'm not sure the connection, but I knew it definitely was a connection. Also with another Brooklyn group that was that was big in that era and still you know still made some legendary music to this day. You you linked up with the Gangstar Foundation, Premier and Guru. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Tell tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, that was crazy. Um, well, R.I.P. R.I.P. Guru for sure. God rest bless in peace, dead. Guru. Me and yeah. Guru, we was like. We was all tight. We used to go to Gangstar's crib. You know, they used to have a crib on Washington Avenue. First they came, when they came into New York, they came into East New York. Mm-hmm. So I guess they was kind of fine. What's the energy of Brooklyn? What's the energy of New York? So they came right into my hood and started messing with Little Dap, Gus Mo, and mm-hmm. all that. And that's who really first introduced me to Guru and Permit. You know what I'm saying? Then they started working with J. Rule. We was, um, J. Rule was my man. You know what I'm saying? Me and J. Rule was like doing that whole wilding out together, like running around mm-hmm. the stores, grabbing 40s out of stores, digging right. people's pockets, giving right. them the rabbit ears. 
Like that was mean rule, you know what I'm saying? And with people from East New York, but we lived that whole era. And which is a crazy story when I was thinking about um, that. It's like, um, we used to go, my first recording was in the studio called 1212. Mm-hmm. 1212 Studios is like a big studio. And uh, a lot of artists used to record there. I don't know if you heard of Paul C. Yeah. Paul yeah. C was recording there. So when I first walked into the studio for my first time, I ran into Paul C. And he took me under his wing. Right. White boy. He did a, a, a whole bunch of Super Lover C. Right, taught a large professor. That. Yeah, now he was nasty with them beats. Right, so magnetic, that, all that exactly. shit. Exactly. So at that time, my name was just out loud. They used to call me out loud. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Right. So, um, that was my first recording. So we used to group up, go to twelve twelve studios. You know what I'm saying? Bug out, wild out. You mm-hmm. know, stealing. We actually stole. Um, I think it was. Um. Father MC first reel before he even created his demo. <laughs> That's a confession. Right, hell yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Father MC, and then he couldn't find his reel because dudes that I was with was trying to look for a place to record. They went to the studio for the first time, like, that. we need a reel to reel? There's right. a bunch of reel to reel yeah. sitting here. Let me grab that. Out of they here. They grabbed his reel. <laughs> they took his reel. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. He had to do his whole album. He had a whole album on the rail. Wow. You got to do the, all that shit over. He had to do it over, but that's when he came up with the hits. So, you know, shout right, out to, right. you know what I'm saying? Father MC, he probably going to hear it for the first time. And like, oh, that's, be like, what, oh, that's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. But wow. I, I kind of like, I, I brought the rail back to the studio, but it was too late. You know what I'm saying? And, right. Um, right. When I found out what happened. But um, that's how it was. So we was just a group running in East New York. That's how when Google and Premier came to Brooklyn, they got with us. So mm-hmm. we kind of created that big entourage, that group home, I mean, that um, gang star had back in the days. That yeah, shout be Big like Shug, everybody. Right, we would squad. be like 100 deep. Headquarters, rest in peace headquarters. Yo, crazy. Yeah. All assembled, we are 100 deep going to gang star show. You know wow. what I'm saying? Wilding out, you know, you know, looking for what's what, what, what it is. Right, right. We wilding. Right. We wilding. We ain't not wilding ever. We wilding. So that's what kind of created that whole strong sound and gave um, Gangstar that back drop that they needed. You know what I mean? Right. Gave them that. And it came fear. off in the music. It came off it in came the music. It came off in the music and it was like, sure. it was real. It was yeah. real. So, you know, those became my brothers, man. You know, Premier and Rest in Peace Guru, man. You know, yeah. great time. That's dope, man. Like, I, you know, I know, I knew something. I knew, you know, a little bit about that connection, but never knew the ins and outs of it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Man. So for all of those groups out of Brooklyn, like I said, when I think about it, all of the Brooklyn MCs, you know what I'm saying? Of course, the big ones come to mind, the, the big, the Canes, the Biggies, the Holes, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I also was a big fan of, you know what I'm saying? People like the boot camp click. Right. You know what I'm saying? Foxy, you know what I mean? Like right, right, M-O- right, MOP, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Them, them underground yeah, acts yeah. that was still yeah, making yeah. noise. So so when your record came, when the East's in the House came, I remember hearing it. I think it was on college radio. I think my, my, my homie played it. Mm. First time I heard it, because y'all had such a recognizable sample in the record. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like as soon as the, the record come on, y'all got the J. Rule sample, when the East is in the house, and then you got the Q-tip shit, oh my God. I already knew from from running with Q Tip, yeah, yeah. I already knew. I was like, oh, like this this record. So we the first thing we thought we was like, oh shit, this 
premiere. It just sound like, you know, premiere. Then you look at the label, you read the credits, you know what I'm saying? It's five dollars by you and um and and and, and EF Cutting. So PF PF Cutting. Yeah, shout out to PF Cutting. Me, yo, that's that was um it, it it was crazy, you know, that to capture that sound, man. And thanks that I was able to combo with PF Cutting, you know what I'm saying, and really capture the sound of the era, man, and really capture what East New York. PF Cutting lived like around the corner from me, you know what I'm saying, at the time. Right. And um, yo, we was working, we was working, we was trying to come up with different names. You know, we had so many different names and stuff like that going on. Mm -hmm. So it was exciting times, man. You know, when we first landed the deal, that's when it was like I came, I was like, yo, you know, blase, blase. But it was like, we didn't really know that, I didn't really have it all together on what blase, right. blase mean. It right. was just like, you know, we, we here, we got a deal, you know, money's on the table. All right, we blase, blase, let's go. And and who was y'all signed with? Well, I forgot who put y'all, was it Mercury? Mercury, or Mercury. Mercury. yeah, yeah, Mercury, yeah. yeah. We signed with Mercury and, um, you know, that's what it was. Shout out to Bruce Carbone and all mm -hmm. of them. Yeah, I know B, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They out there doing anything. Kenyatta Bell mm -hmm. was like actually the A&R that inked the deal mm -hmm. and then threw it to Bruce Carbone when it got big. Right. So when y'all, so when you made it, you know what I mean? When y'all made it and you let, you, you get, you know, you hand it back in the studio, you know what I'm saying? You, do you know, do you feel like you know you got something or, you know, did y'all know from jump or did you just watch it turn into what it turned into? I knew from, we knew from jump that is a hit, but we didn't know what a real hit was. Right. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know that it would extend out to the NBA. We didn't know that it would extend out to WNBA, I mean, college basketball mm -hmm. and professional sports and all that. I didn't know that it would do that. I didn't know that um, Berlin, Berlin um, was like, they had a wall, which was like East Berlin that mm -hmm. separated East Berlin. I didn't know that it would become political and they would wow. go out there and you know, we will be able to do shows out there and they like, they all got my music. Yeah. When and East Berlin. In the house. Yeah, right, they crazy. all got, they all got it. So to go out there and see that it's, it, it got political on that level. You, you, you never think like that when you write. You never record. think like that. Yeah, you nah. never think like that, man. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, I really think that's like a message to the youth that's doing music, man. You can't put yourself in a box, you know, throw the right. box away, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, yeah, no, that's good advice, man. Definitely, word. definitely. I, I, like I said, I always loved that record. We would always throw that beat on in the cipher. You know what I'm mm. saying? When it was time to, when you know, at the college radio, we was up there, and my man would play records. But at the end, he would kind of let us freestyle, and just as long as we ain't curse or whatever, right, he would let right. us get our bars off. We always asked for that joint. You know what I'm saying? That's like, what's up, man. It Yo, was such I mean, a good song, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to VA, man. I always thought VA in Brooklyn. Always had a special combination though. Yeah, like, for sure. Up, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It was just like, especially in that time. Mm-hmm. Cause y'all came down here a lot, did shows, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Cause we had so many colleges down right. here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was HBCUs everywhere. So you know them them spring jams and summer fest and all that shit. Like cats was yeah. down here heavy. You know what I'm saying? Heavy, heavy. man. King's yeah, Dominion, right. College Day. All that shit, man. Yeah, I remember. I remember catching you at a show too. I remember when you was at a show. Yeah, that's yeah. You was in. Yeah, you was in. Um, 
You was up, man. We was vibing, man. You was vibing. You was. I, we didn't meet that day, though. Right. But I, I seen you at the show. I th- you was with your man. You was right in the front. Mm-hmm. You was with your man. You know what I'm saying? We ain't never get a chance to link, but I acknowledge you, though. Oh, man, that's love, man. Word. Dope, I acknowledge dope. that moment. Yeah. Dope, man. So listen, man, I got you here. You know what I'm saying? Mm. This is Hip Hop Confessions. Confessions. You know what I mean? So we got to get into it. I need to know. Blase. What is your hip hop confession? Yo, it, it's so much, man. Um, <laughs> yo, one thing come on come to mind that I, I kind of felt bad about mm-hmm. that is really starting to surface now was um, one time with Master Ace. Oh, shout Master Ace! I am shout out yeah, to Master yeah. Ace. Yeah, so with Master Ace, he had a problem with Cold Chilling Records. You know what I'm saying? When his shit was popping off, and he wanted. His discrepancy was his contract, so he needed to renegotiate. Mm-hmm. So you know, me and Ace was together like every day too. With me with DJ Mr. C, he yeah. came. He got his he got his Brooklyn crew. We went up to Cold Chilling Records and locked it down. You oh shit! Locked Cold Chilling Records down, and it was so crazy. Cold Chilling Records because at the time they had like an old white lady that was at the front desk. It was in Manhattan. It, the office it was in, in the city, right? Right. It was in the city. So they got this old, where's the B, white lady at the front desk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And here y'all, here y'all come. And we, we coming through, you know what I'm saying? Straight business. We ain't playing. You know what I'm saying? And we have to move her to the side and get to the people we need to speak to. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them not here with us. You know, rest in peace. Right. You know what I'm saying? But... um. We had to go and say, like, yo, Ace need this meeting. Right. You know what I'm saying? Need to take so we care had to my make man. sure nobody moved. We had to make sure nobody moved. You know what I'm saying? Nobody called the police. You right. know what I'm saying? Stabilize the situation. Damn. And get, the, get Ace in the meeting. And this after his first album. So he he trying to renegotiate his right. second Right. He trying to renegotiate. Like, you know, so many, so many people, heavy hitters, was on Coachella. Yes, Kane, so, yeah, Craig cool G, G, like rap. So I, it, I still, I still, I still have Mass Ace's first album. Take a look around. That's the shit that right. had me in the biz. And, and right. a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know. This is a killer record. I still listen to this shit. After Ace rapped on the symphony, of course, the symphony that we know with everybody. Ace rapped on it again by himself, and the record right. is called Four Minus Three, and it's just Ace over the symphony beat. Body in that shit. That's, that's a such a killer right. record. So in between that, y'all, he got to renegotiate. And y'all, up he at got the a label. situation going on, man. I don't even know exactly the details of the contract. You know what I'm saying? Ace didn't even disclose that, but he just needed a meeting, and he needed his people to hold him down. So we went up there, locked the whole office down. Wow. You know what I'm saying, got the where's the beef to the lady sitting off in the corner somewhere, <laughs> the, the receptionist. Right. Scared as shit, probably. <laughs> Scared as shit. And, Scared. and we got Ace in the room with his execs. Um, Lenny, I can't remember exactly what his name was, but him and 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 and, and Fly Todd. Yeah, Fly Todd, Cold Chiller right, for sure. To able to renegotiate the situation, you know what I'm saying? And um, they got in the room. Yo, and they was able to hammer the shit out. They was able to like, yo, we here at the bottom. This is a crazy situation. Right. Let's talk. Let's get this right for my man. Let's get this right. So everything was cool. You know what I'm saying? They talk and was like, cool. Then as we said, all right, they're going to renegotiate and they're going to come to this agreement as they walked out. 
one of my mans had left a bullet with a name on it. Yo. <laughs> and he placed it on the desk like a Yo. cup of coffee. Yo. <laughs> Yo. He played, that's he that, that real rah-rah shit. Yeah, he placed it on the desk like a cup of coffee, so that kind of became over-threatening. And that's what kind of maybe, you know, left, left this concern, concerns afterwards. Right, right. But um, we was able to straighten it out and everything was cool. Ace was able to renegotiate the contract and the rest is history. You know, him having an amazing career, man. Yeah, you yeah, nah, saying? man. Word. Shout Master Ace, man, the whole INC. I'm I'm, I'm probably a, one of my, you know, I love, uh, it was a rapper that used to run with Ace. He ended up being a producer too, but he was he made some dope ass records. They used to play more stretching Barbito all the time. Lord Digger. That's you my dude. Yeah. I was a I was a heavy, still a heavy Lord Digger fan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. He was That's what I'm saying. Me and me and Lord Digger come to find out that we family. Oh wow, say word. Yeah, man. Yeah, we come to find out that we family and um we couldn't put it together back then, but as we kicked it. That's you know that's what we found out you know what I'm saying and um that was mind boggling that was crazy yeah you know nah saying? I fuck with I fuck with Lord Digger heavy man like you know yeah. he always he had that he always had the lines he always had the his cadence was always in the pocket <laughs> you know what I'm saying he, they had a record yeah. I think uh, Saturday Night Live on, right. on on a Slaughterhouse album Master Ace's album before he did the the West Coast shit with the with the with the uh with the knowledge Yo, my, me, and me. that's my mission right now. What I've been really in having time with, I've been talking to Lord Digger, trying to get them to like get it back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Because they 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 from high school, right? You know what I'm saying? And it's like they 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 got a deep relationship that goes way back, but they right. got this they got this problem that they're not able to get over. So right. I was always trying to get. Lord Digger to read, see the situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm I saying? I remember that crew, man. They listen. He he had put together an ill ass crew with him. Ill ass Digger, crew, uh, Lachey. You know what I'm right. saying? There was another rapper. I can't remember his name right off off top. The one more rapper that was in the crew, man. And um, they was all over that album, but they was them niggas was nice. Mm. Like them niggas was nice. Lord Digger yeah. was always one of my faves. Right, that's 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 crazy, man. And, um, I would love to see that nigga. Tell them niggas if they get back, nigga, I'll be the first nigga at the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I love them that, dudes. That's 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 the era, man. I remember that so much, man. Just bring back all kinds of thoughts, and even like, um, do you remember Ace Dancers? Yes, they was. What was they called? Uh, what they had a name. I can't remember the name. The Chosen right. Few was Cool G Raps Dancers. Right. The TCF right. Dancers. Damn, what was Ace's dancer's name? I you forgot. <laughs> you gotta remember his dancers, man. Come on, come on, man. I forgot their names, man. I remember nah. Kane had Scoop and Scrap. Right. Coogee Rap had the chosen. Yeah, two light skinned guys. You know what I'm saying? Little chubby. Yeah, I for damn. They used to wear the vest all the time when Ace used to rock the vest. Right. With right, the with the right. Applejack hats. I, I could see it in my, I could see it like yesterday. You see I, them. But what yeah, was their names? Come on, man, you got it, bro. You got it. I don't, bro. I'm I'm, I'm drawing blank, man. <laughs> and I seen them hella times because they they used to come down here heavy in Virginia. Right, 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 right. Nah, um, I know Glaze was one of them. Okay, Gla Glaze. I forgot their name, but I, I stayed in contact with Glaze, and I've been like doing a lot of shows and a lot of things with Glaze. 
Right. Oh, so and so I, you do shows too, like you like bookers and shit like that. Oh no, nah, niggas hella shows. Dope. Okay. That, you, no, I mean I don't book shows. Oh. Okay. I mean I, I perform at shows. Right. And and um giving people that classic East New York vibe. You know what I mean? That's what right. it is. Right. But um I've been um I've been working with Glaze like that because Glaze started. So the dancers, um, he became an MC. Okay. He started rapping. So he's he got another artist that they bringing out that he's bringing out, and we've been performing. But based on our relationship, we have from back in the day. Right. Okay. Dope. You know, now, it's right. always dope to see cats. You know, what I'm saying evolve and, and keep keep it pushing and keep it moving forward word, and, and expand word. their ideas. Like you said, man. Like don't always stick in the box. You know, what I'm saying throw the box gotta, away. Yeah, throw fuck the whole that box. box away. Yeah, fuck that box, man. Nah, I'm with Cause that. Because they man. will, they will keep you in that motherfucker as long as they can, if they can. Actually, and, and, too, I, I won't say I haven't been booking. I, I do do my own booking sometimes too. Like I book this whole South American tour. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I do a lot of times. I book shows for Europe and whatever. But um, that's what the industry is, has evolved into. You know what I'm saying? Too is like the whole independent movement, which is dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um yeah, I just came off a nice um South American tour with um Al Scratch, you know, from Ellen Al Scratch. Yeah, yeah, no, I know Al, yeah. Shout out to Al Scratch, yeah. And um we've been doing stuff like that, man. Just really linking up with that group, man. I wanna link with you because we can capsulize that era and that vibe and really give it to a show. Right. And give cats what they want. It's, it's crazy because I remember being overseas and I ran into J Rule overseas right. and found mm-hmm. out he he over there now. Like he live over there. And I was like, damn, like my man was like, yeah, you know J Rule did damage. Like he live out here. He he do he do all of the hip hop concerts to come through here. And I was like, then he's like, yo, he probably got a hand in y'all shit, but we didn't know per se. So then he came to the show. And I'm like, we, we, it's me and Jazzy Jeff, you know what I'm saying? Right. And and we, mm. we talking or whatever. And J-Rule was like, yeah, nah, I'm part of that company. Like, I was like, damn, that's crazy. Like, J-Rule out here killing them. with the, He was like, yo, I got so-and-so next week. I got a tour lined up with da-da-da-da-da in like two months. Like, yeah, I've been out here, you know what I'm saying? Get money. Like Jay out there dropping that knowledge, knocking yeah. down everything. Yeah, nah, it was crazy. It was just good to see him. You know, you ever be yo, somewhere nah, you just don't even expect to see somebody. Right. You're like, yo, you, it, it was Lord, Lord Jazz that was the same way. I was in Paris and ran into Lord Jazz from 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 uh, Lords of the Underground. Right. And, and I'm like, he like, yeah, you know, I'm out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, boy, I'm like, damn, it's crazy. Like, it was just so dope. It's so dope to go other places and see people, you know what I'm saying, from back home and they doing well, they doing their things and they realize that how big the world is. You know what yo, I'm saying? I got a chance. Yo, I went out. When I went out there, me and J. Rue did a tour out there. And mm-hmm. um, I got a chance. He took me to his crib and just showed me how his elevation was, like how much he evolved. And I really appreciated that. Just walking through the city. Um, the new Berlin. It was it's the new mm-hmm. Berlin now. Because you know, going to Berlin from back in the days is different than the right. Berlin now. Berlin now is the hot spot of Germany. Right. So, you know, um, and he, he, had, he had his pad up in Berlin. And just to go through that and, and um, you know, from a childhood friend, to see that's mm-hmm. what he evolved into, you know, that he got his crib up in Berlin and he's connected to all the hip hop out in Berlin. That was amazing, man. Yeah, nah, he he like a hip hop god out there, man. They love him, man. Word. As they should, you know what I'm saying? He, As they should. He definitely did a, he did a lot of good things, man. 
And also, right. so tell me you um you so you you got a beer that you releasing. Tell me about that. Let's get into that. Yo. You, you making a whole you making alcohol now. <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. Yo, this alcohol. So what I did was I captured something called that we used to play around with back in East New York called when we get intoxicated, get drunk, fucked up, we used to say we're going backwards. Mm -hmm. So I took that concept of drinking, that feeling that we had going backwards, and I made an alcohol, a brew called Backwards. That's dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So kind of just giving people a new way of looking at things, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we got this can that even when you look at the can, you got to put it in a reflection in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? To read oh, because everything is backwards. Gotcha. It's backwards. So it's like, it's just, it's this Brooklyn Brewery that we're doing, we're messing with. We're going to launch this beer. Then from there, we're going to get that popping. And then we're going to get into the, the, the liquor. Mm -hmm. You know, we got into the liquor. And um, it's just good to have some people that's ready to support my vision. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, yo, we believe in your vision. We understand the historic moment that you have in hip hop and we want to take that and we want to expand it. And I, you know, I've been working with the people that's just that's been really supportive, man. That's so, dope, um, man. When when can we expect it, man? Well, how you looking yo, at your the timeline? Launch party is this, you know, I don't know when you're gonna show the video, but it's gonna be the 24th of February is gonna be the launch. Okay, dope. Dope. You know what I'm saying? Definitely come through, man. Come through, yeah. we're gonna rock. We got um um we're gonna have like an a, an event. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have some hip-hop in the building. I'm going to have some um, some artists that I'm working with. Maybe Al Scratch can come through. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I can get my man um, Dreads from Black Sheep, hopefully. Yeah, shout You know what I'm saying? Because that was the whole era coming out of yeah. Mercury. It was yeah, yeah. Al Scratch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was it was Dreads from Black Sheep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was so crazy, though, son, was back then we couldn't really catch a vibe. Right. Because cause Mer Mercury was about separating us mm -hmm. and not having a share. Like when I was the last one to come on the scene, they was looking at me like, oh, look at this new nigga trying to do it, trying to take right. my spot. Right, right, you know right. They were trying to pitch all against each other. Right, trying to put us yeah. against each other. So it's, it's amazing that we was able to develop a relationship through the year. Hey, L, L, L and Al Scratch, they both from Brooklyn, right? Right. Well, L, L is from Brooklyn. Al is from Brooklyn, Harlem, but he mostly spent a lot of time like uptown. Right. So it was you know, I like loved that... them records, man. With my homies, right. it was fucking amazing. Crazy. Oh, I love that. Dad uh, looked up and down, said, mm, "I'll take I'll her, all take that, that shit." <laughs> Ooh, them yeah. records is crazy. Ooh, right. Yo, and they dude, used to so... have the Punisher, the Punisher leathers, the leathers with the Punisher logo on them and shit. Facts. Yeah. Yo, it's so ill to see. Like when we went on tour. Um, how people was responding to them records, man. Mm -hmm. I remember just like with Al, I had to tell him like, yo, man, because he was just trying to get into his new shit, you know, the new Al, the new Al Scratch and his new music. Because Al could was, sing, he could sing and rap. He, he, he a double, he a double, uh, like he, he got, he got a, he a double threat. Like he got a couple things. I know he was doing beats and he could sing and rap. I'm like, yo, DJ, son, he DJ. He oh, DJ. wow. He, yeah, he crazy with it. Crazy with it, and um, I remember. I just remember at the show, I was like, "Yo, Al, they love you already. Just do you, right? Just get right, back right. into that. Get back into that grunge. They love you, man. I just, the conversations we had was L, but we got it to the point 
where it was like the shows was amazing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, shout out to them. But hopefully I can get them and get more artists to be a part of it, the celebration of the new brew, which is the Backwards Brew. You know right. what I'm saying? Coming out on the 24th, we, we celebrating the old times, but we making it new. That's dope, and, man. Um, we want to we wanna hit the five boroughs. And then, yo, we want to bring it out to VA, man. We want to bring it out to VA and keep it moving. Yeah, right nah, up. listen. You know? How I can help, bro? You know what I'm well, saying? I know a couple people out here, you know, this is a big... You know, Richmond, VA is is a big beer town. So, mm. any, you know, any help I could do. They got breweries all over here. A lot of cats yeah. making their own shit. Let's you know do it, man. Let's, let's, third, set, let's set an event, man. Let's do it, man. And let's celebrate yeah. each other, man. That's what it's really about, man. Fact. Let's really celebrate each other. We got a part of American history that can be told over and over and over, man. Let's do right. it. Yo, I'm with it, man. My G, man. Listen. Word. I appreciate you pulling up, man. I like I said, I've been wanting to get you on here for a moment, man, and just just being no, able to chop it that, up with man. you. You know what I'm saying? Yo. And, and, and have your story. That's this is so crazy. Like the confession, man, is is fucking blase, and 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 a hundred niggas <laughs> ran up in cold chilling to get Master but, Ace right. But son, not only that, but understanding how that was a a port, important part to changing the game, right? Because that's the reason why record companies shut their doors. And you couldn't right. come up to the record company, you gotta make an appointment. Mm -hmm. You know, if you was a hot dude on the street, you walk up into a record company, get a right. deal. Right, easy, easy. Or if that is your label, you can go to the record company like, yo, I'm here, Let me. I'm coming through, what's up? Right, coming up, and right. You be in the office, you meet other people, you know what I'm saying, in the Make office, those connects, network. Make those connect, plugs. they yeah. shut it down. They was like, <laughs> no more. You need like That's a it. week appointment. Call right, we need to, right, like a reservation <laughs> at a restaurant. So they was like, we ain't doing, we ain't dealing with New York no more. So they put us on punishment for like 20 years. That's crazy. Yo, our sound been on punishment for like 20 years. And I think, yeah. I, I feel good, good that it's a time now, it's coming back around mm -hmm. and it's like, it's like magically happening it right now where people right. want to hear that New York, you know what I'm saying, VA even, you know, street, that Saturday, real VA, shit. New York had that real shit. Mm -hmm. So now yeah. it's coming around because, and I, and I feel that that was the catalyst to that was what happened. We got put on punishment because we was running up in the labels a hundred right. deep right off the train. Yeah, that's crazy. Put the put the, <laughs> put the where's the beef lady in the corner <laughs> with the where's the beef lady. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I just see that little yeah. short white lady with the hair. She's right. like, yo, what the fuck is going on? You know like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not supposed I'm not to with be this here. Shit. I, and, like, and the thing about it is, too, man, you know, that label was owned, really owned by Italians at the time. Like, they was Italians on the low. So mm. we didn't even know how, you know, crazy of it. situation That could have been somebody's mom or some shit. Some Italian mobster's mom at the desk or some shit. John that shit could have got crazy. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Sammy the Bull's <laughs> fucking sister. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know That's I, crazy, I, I, man. Well, yo, so we here for a reason. We blessed. And you know what I'm saying? And, and we, I'm excited. Big facts, man. And I'm happy right. for you, man. So listen, Thank before you. we get out of here, man, let, tell the people your socials, man, and where they can get at you and all of that, man. Yo, check me at on Instagram, Blase, and my first name is Martel, Blase Martel. 
And you can basically use that one-two combination to find me everywhere, man. On Twitter, on Facebook, on everything, man. B-L-A-H-Z-A-Y-M-A-R-T-E-L-L. You know what I mean? But really, catch me at a show, man. I'm here, man. I'm trying to pull up to your town, man. I'm really trying to pull up, man. It could be, it'll be small, but I'm there, man. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be at them small events and loving it. Those the ones, man. Word. Those the ones. So listen, man, y'all already know what it is, man. I appreciate my man Blase pulling up. Y'all make sure y'all follow him on everything at Blase Martel. Make sure you check out the beer. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be dropping. It's going to be dropping by. It's already dropping by the time y'all hear this. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you look out for it. It's called Backwards. You know what I mean? The beer that you got to hold up in the reflection to read it right. I like right. that. Shit. We not get the lit. Back, we going backwards. Words. Not the backwards. Yeah, not backwards. Like walking backwards. backwards. <laughs> I like that shit. So listen, <laughs> man. Yeah. We up out of here, man. This is your boy, Mad Skills. Y'all already know what it is. We rocking on Hip Hop Confessions because everybody got one. Peace. Yeah. Here's a little story that must be told. And it goes a little something like this. this, this, this.